This is the 10 Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hello, and welcome once again to the 10 Minute Law Firm Podcast, where we discuss all things to make law firms more efficient and profitable. I'm your host, Larry Port, CEO of Rocket Matter, leading provider of cloud based legal practice management and time and billing software. We have a really cool program today. We're going to be talking about something that is always kind of a painful thing to do, which is scheduling appointments with people. There's ways to make it a lot more efficient than you're probably currently doing it right now. With me today is my guest and friend, Catherine Sanders-Reach, Director of Law Practice Management Technology at the Chicago Bar Association. She's with us once again. Hi, Catherine. Hey, Larry. Catherine, so when we set this up, did we use a calendaring tool or do you remember how we did this? I don't remember. I did, and it was actually really efficient and made me happy because you emailed me and said, would you like to appear on our podcast? And I said, I would be delighted. And you said, great, here's my Calendly, which basically let me go into your calendar, pick a date that then coincided both my availability and calendar it. Then I got an email confirmation that put it on my calendar, and then you sent me the link to click on to record the podcast. So, you know, I think... A total of two emails. Yeah. Which is, was, makes was me very happy. Very easy. Very easy. Um, I love Calendly. Can I, can I tell you what I did before I had Calendly? Sure. So, which I think I pay $5 a month for. I was getting so overwhelmed with booking appointments with people that I signed up for a virtual, like an online virtual assistant program called Zirtual. And I was paying like 200 bucks a month or 300 bucks a month and their whole purpose was just to kind of arrange appointments for me because that's all I could figure out what I could use them for. And then I found Calendly and what it does is it integrates with my Google Calendar and so it automatically finds out where my gaps are and I, I know it does the same thing with Outlook.com and Office 365. Um, so, um, but that's just my story. Like what, what do you use and what, what, are, what are you hearing about that's great? Well, in addition to Calendly, there's also the, a product called Schedule Once that I think also you can implement across the firm. And Calendly, Calendly probably has a significant, you know, firm level product as well. And then if you're an Office 365 Business Premium user, they have bookings, um, which is already built in. So it's not any extra dollars. It's it's built in and it's very similar in that it looks at your calendar, shows the uh, open times and lets people schedule um, on your calendar. I think for solo attorneys and small firm attorneys who don't have a receptionist or the receptionist is doing other things, having that kind of functionality gives a client empowerment and uh, that kind of immediate satisfaction that you're probably not going to get even calling, you know, and waiting for a return call and then negotiating time and all that. The other thing is these programs will let you say, oh, shoot, I, you know, got a court appearance. I can't make that date. You can push it back out um, and say, can we reschedule? And then the person confirms or vice versa. If I couldn't make it as a client, then I can use Calendly to say, I'm not going to be able to make it. Can we reschedule? Um, it'll. Some of them will send you text reminders. It's it's great stuff. Oh, it really um, is. Can I tell you one cautionary tale? Sure. Um, okay, so when I first set up Calendly, I did not go into the advanced settings. So um, with these tools, and I'm sure Bookings does it the same way, um, you can specify the duration of the meeting that you want people to book with you. You can specify any gaps between meetings if you need to like recover 
and get coffee like I do. Um, you can specify a maximum number a day. And I didn't know about any of these things. I just set up this thing where I had like 30-minute meetings and I had some sort of major press release for Rockometer and I needed to talk to a bunch of different people. So I sent this thing out to people and it's a little link. They just click on the link to go to the website and they pick your time. I come back, I look at my calendar, it is a solid red wall of like booked appointments. So I would highly recommend when you configure these things to make sure that you limit the number of them per day. <laughs> I, I agreed and, and I learned a long time ago from um, one of my uh, supervisors, he would book time on his calendar every afternoon just to give himself some time to work because one of the other things you can do, so, you know, Calendly works great for people who are outside the firm, potential clients and people who are basically booking your time. Um, if within the firm, you can actually, if you're using Outlook or Google Calendar or even Lotus Notes, you can actually go and look at someone else's calendar to see if there's anything on their calendar. And it was something we used to do at my old job all the time. And then we would book meetings. So we had to defensively block time on our calendars <laughs> so yeah. that people wouldn't fill our whole day up with meetings. So whether you're using Calendly or just in a firm where you need to kind of block out some work time, um, it's a good good use of your calendar. Are there, um, aside from these kind of tools, um, are there like tools, are, are there different like kind of more powerful tools for larger firms for any specific needs that they might have? I, I don't think, I don't know of any, frankly, um, unless you're talking about kind of pushing it up to project management, in which case, um, that's a, a slightly different thing. I do want to kind of backtrack a little bit, though, because say you're not a big fan of using your calendar. I know a lot of lawyers who use paper calendars, so the Calendly thing wouldn't work for them. That said, when you've got multiple people that you need to schedule uh, an appointment with, um, there's tools like Doodle which is free and available online or built into Office 365. There's an uh, add-on called Find Time. And that lets you basically, you go through, pick a couple of dates that you're available, send it to say you've got five people you need to have a, a conference call with. They then select their availability and then you circle back. But I will tell you, I've seen too many times people send out a doodle. I'll respond. Other people don't. And the meeting never gets finalized, which kind of irritates me. So if you're going to use tools like that, remember, you know, the, the tools have built-in follow-up reminders and other things. And if someone is just not responding, pick up the phone and say, everybody else has responded. Can you or can you not make these times? So sometimes it, it does take a little bit more work. But uh, I think getting multiple people together in a, you know, in a conference room or on a conference call um, – is one of the trickier things and used to generate many, many emails and these tools are a godsend. Yeah, they really are. And so Doodle and FindTime are different from Calendly in a pretty significant way in that kind of when you're sending out a Calendly link or I can't remember what the one is for Office 365. What's that Bookings. one called again? Bookings. When you're sending that out, it's kind of like a one-on-one -on -one meeting. Yeah. But when you have this need for many people to coordinate all of their calendars, that's when like Doodle comes in and really uh, comes to the rescue. Correct. Correct. And that's that's for people who are not in, say, a firm. If in the firm, you can look at the Outlook calendar, the Google calendar, 
and see availability and send something out. Um, that's kind of built into those systems. But again, when you're dealing with people um, outside of the firm and in multiple time zones, things like Doodle and Find Time are super useful. Very cool. So you mentioned a little bit about project management tools. How, how do they fit into the picture? <clears throat> I guess w when you're trying to schedule people's time and you've got a matter or a project that has um, some definition to it, the more you can get multiple meetings out on someone's calendar, the better. And so for that, I like project management tools. Planner, again, is built into Office 365. Um, then things like Asana, a lot of the case management products have this. And so, you know, going, okay, we, we're going to have multiple conversations. So instead of painfully one by one by one trying to figure out what the dates are, putting it in there, even if you know the dates are somewhat mutable, getting it in there, having some sort of timeline. The other thing is a lot of these tools give you the ability to concentrate the communication around the project. So one of the things is for project management and group projects, um, email is really inefficient uh, because each person has to manage the email and you know this is assuming they saw it they read it they understood it they saved it and all that so with project management the communication is concentrated whether that's asana or slack or office groups or rocket matter you know having that kind of um, ability to not have to have each person coordinate the communication i think is really really helpful all right. Well, that's a little tease because we do have something that I've let Catherine in on coming down the pike, and we're going to have a very much a, a Slack-like interface for people to be able to communicate that's rolling out uh, sometime, um, probably in the, uh, you know, for our, for our pre-release firms coming up right around the corner, but for our, you know, general population sometime in the August, September timeframe. So that's going to be very, very exciting for them to be able to chat about their projects and be more efficient about their scheduling. Um, Let's see. Um, this is extremely helpful. Is, is there anything else that you might want to add in terms of, let's say, you know, scheduling or being efficient with getting people on the phone? I mean, it, it's definitely a different age than it used to be, right? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things just, you know, at a very kind of low technology, but efficiency. So say, and, and this happens to me, I feel like at least once a week. Someone emails and says, hey, let's get together for lunch or coffee. The response that you need to give, because they have provided no dates, <laughs> um, it's just kind of a shot in the dark, is, okay, here's some availability. Once they've established, yes, we can all do it on this next date, then I, in Outlook, there when you hit, re you can hit reply or you can hit reply with calendar. And it just sends them a calendar request. If there's something unestablished, like who's calling who or where are we going to meet, I just go ahead and fill it in. Um, if they want to contest that or change it later, fine. But I just want to establish it. And I don't want to have another email back and forth about this. If you're the person who's initiating some sort of conversation or lunch or coffee or whatever, please, the email that you send which can be very friendly, <laughs> says, right. hey, Larry, hey, let's have coffee when you're in town next week. Um, here's my, my available dates. Does any of this match with you? 
then you would say, yes, looks like Tuesday afternoon works for me. I immediately send you a calendar. I tell you, especially if it's an out-of-town friend, where we're going to meet, give the address and the location. So on their phone, they'll click on it and it'll take them to Google Maps and they can get led to the place that we're going to meet. Um, if it's a conference call, put the conference call information in the location section of the calendar appointment so that it's right up front um, and available to everybody. Because how many times have you been um, on a conference call where somebody was late or didn't call in because they couldn't find the, the dial-in information? <laughs> right. Um, so thinking about all those kind of things and trying to close the loops and just make this process efficient and quick and easy and provide as much information as possible. Also remember with these calendar requests you can add attachments, you can put agendas in the notes and all of this stays in your calendar so don't go send an attachment you know somewhere in between now and the time you meet but rather add the attachment to the a request. I agree everything should be in the in, in the calendar event itself and, I, and when possible, if I don't have somebody's cell phone number, I request it. I put it in the calendar thing because if I am running five minutes late, I want them to know that. And I, want, don't, have, I don't want to have to be fumbling around to uh, inform them of that. Um, Absolutely. I take a train every day. And um, if I have a nine o'clock meeting, it is inevitable that I'm going to be five minutes late. You should catch an earlier train, maybe. <laughs> one, We're at the mercy of the CTA. There is no schedule. Oh, boy. I remember the CTA. Uh, I uh, have one more thing that I really enjoy is that whenever I have these links, like a Calendly link or something that, or or a go-to meeting dial-in number that I'm always doing, embrace your uh, keyboard shortcuts or your text expanders. You know they're built in the operating systems. I have I, when I type in CLL, it spits out my calendar URL, and when I uh, type in G2MM, it spits out my favorite uh, conference call-in number. It makes this it, it makes it really really easy. And so. just so for people who are confused about how you might accomplish something like what Larry's talking about, if you are in Outlook and you go into File, Options, and then um, <clears throat> Advanced, I believe it is in the... Uh, well, you're looking it up right now. I can tell. I, I am. Um, well, it's I know it's it in spelling and autocorrect under mail. So if you click on spelling and autocorrect, you can actually, and click on autocorrect again, you can type in these shortcuts. So it, it's replace, so you hit CLL and put the link to Calendly. So that just makes quick work of doing things like that. I totally agree, Larry. Very cool. Well, I think we're out of time uh, for the 10 minute law firm podcast. We've gone a little bit over. Um, that's what happens when you have a 10-minute law firm podcast, right? It's a good thing I have my uh, cell phone number of the person I'm supposed to meet next. Let them know I'm going to be late. <laughs> Anyhow, hey, uh, Catherine, thank you very much for your expertise, and we really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Okay. Enjoy Chicago. Everybody, thank you for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.